Now this is pod racing. <laughs> I just spit everywhere. <laughs> I just spit everywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, microphone. Now this is pod racing. Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a show all about the board game Spirit Island. Here we'll talk about analytics and strategies within the game, as well as a plethora of other topics that can be found within it. Today we close out the fun five by looking at all of your comments. My favorite part! Woohoo! Let us waste no time. Let's get right into it. What I like about the comments Okay, is let's waste some time. <laughs> waste some time. <laughs> I but just sometime. By wasting no time, John's going to talk. <laughs> I like the comments because I don't eloquently talk so well sometimes. Me no talk no good. And so people are just smarter or more thought out in the or comments. Or just funnier sometimes. Just, yeah, straight up funnier than us. So I love getting people's feedback and comments. Yeah. Really quick, before we get into everyone's comments, there is one statement I kind of wanted to make with all the various comments that we had received. Okay. Given the fact that we had received literally over a hundred comments and feedback yeah. from all these votes and whatnot, oh, so many people gave us one sentence comments about just a tiny description here, a description there. And so a lot of these emotions from these people were the exact same as other people's. And so, for instance, the things that these people were saying were, oh, I really like these strong, high energy characters. Mm -hmm. So, and then they gave their list. Other people said, I really like the high card play characters. So, because of that, here's my one, two, three, four, five. Some people said, eh, for no reason, I like these people. Some people said, oh, this is really hard, but if I had to do it, I would say this. Some people said, you know, I'm not sure if I can do a top five, but I could do a top 24. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. I saw that one. That was funny. Some people said, oh, this is like pulling teeth. Like, how difficult this is. So, a lot of people said these things or things exactly similar to this. So, for the sake of redundancy, we're not going to get into every single comment that was strictly similar to someone else's comment because that would just take us like all day. We're already three episodes in. <laughs> for three this, episodes for in. This series. It would take forever. You get the idea. Please do so, not feel slighted in any way. Every vote and every yep. comment was counted. Every vote was counted. Every comment was appreciated, but just like I said, to spare you saying the exact same sentence over and over again, or a sentence that's very similar to another one, for the sake of repetition, Mm -hmm. we're just going to go ahead and keep those to just one, so those are the emotions of the people that kind of said basically the same thing. And hey, if you want to go ahead and see all these comments in a wide array of the posts online, you can go ahead and check out the feedback yourself. You'll find the links to each of these surveys for this fun five topic in the description of episode 26. With that important clarification out of the way, let's go. Starting it off, oh. if you listen to our first one, you remember Poop Doggy Dog. Laura mentioned got a lot of uh, airtime. I'm so tired that. of hearing that name. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Say it, Rachel. Where's Rachel? Anyway, Poop Doggy Dog, hello again. Poop Doggy Dog says, The spirits who gameplay matches their theme are the most fun for me. My favorite five are, probably, Many minds move as one. Just evokes imageries of birds and animals bounding and flying across the map. That's so cool. Oceans hungry grasp and its growth phase that mimic tides moving in and moving out. Mm. Plus condemning humans to Davy Jones locker. Locker. Yeah. (laughs) Thunderspeaker just acts as 
as a supernatural war general and brings mm. the Dahan to life. Probably the yep. best at doing that in the game. Yep. Heart of the Wildfire is just like playing with knives or fire. Every move is so fun, but yeah. also dangerous. Yeah. Lastly, Fracture Days. Yay. Yeah. A semi-omnipotent deity that gets <laughs> to, gets to literally break the rules of the game while manipulating time. Mm-hmm. So, agreed with all of those and very good descriptors. That's a pretty fun list. Very uh-huh. thematic, like they were saying. Yeah. Good job, Poop. You know, there was a thought that occurred to me after we recorded Fun 5 Part 1. Okay. And my own emotions towards why Wildfire is so much fun. I think for me, part of the fun is being able to use a dangerous character like that and still not blight the island. To play a character that so many other human players mismanage so oh, often. And other players, do... me. You're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very bad with Wildfire. I didn't say that. I'm not good with the right and eight. I don't focus on enough plans. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is this character will easily, easily blight the board if you're not careful yeah, enough. I've done it. So there is a fun, a very satisfying enjoyment on my part to use this character aggressively and still not blight the island. That's like a measure of you're doing this character right when you're controlled enough, when you feel disciplined, that feels really nice. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is called something, but when you're doing knives in between your fingers really yeah, fast. Yeah, five finger fillet. Five finger fillet. Whenever I play Wildfire, I'm hitting every single finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like. Oh, I played there. Oh, that cascaded. Oh, I didn't get enough to, you know, remove blight with my innate. And then with right. you, you're just like not even Bishop looking. from Aliens <laughs> from the second alien movie. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, That's beep, you. Beep. That's how I feel like you're doing it. You're not even looking at your hand. You're just like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just not going with that spirit. I'm okay to admit that. Yeah, but no, that was something I was like, you know, I think that's truly where a lot of the fun comes with. Yeah. Being able to manage well something where, if done poorly, can really be a Uh-oh. big problem. Blunder quick. So, alrighty. <clears throat> oh, I gotta stop saying already. So, T. Ips comes back and says, I noticed that for my first many games, all I wanted was high card play and fun innates to trigger. However, as I have played more than 100 plus games, Mm. I've started to also get a very high appreciation for the major card users too. Having played as much as I have, the increased variability of those spirits is really something that creates unique and memorable games. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. I gotta admit, I'm still addicted to high card play characters. (laughs) I like what T. Ips was saying just about the variants. Yep. That is so cool. And bringing this back to me. Yeah. <laughs> making, making this about John. <laughs> Once again. Obviously, I like that too with like Trickster and Fracture Days where there yep. is just like this high variance. You never know what kind of game you're yep. going to get. Mm-hmm. So completely agree, T. Yep. I'm a creature of habit, so I love the consistency thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, we're all different. Yep. And so for innates for me, I love having a power that doesn't have to be discarded. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I love high card play. And I don't think T. Ips is calling me out that I need to play more games. I'm just saying that I totally agree with the sentiment that high card play is very fun yeah. to have with the Nates. Definitely. Whatnot, so. Next one. Hebda. Hebda? I, I, Boy, these red names <laughs> always give me... <laughs> Such fun times. Another theme one. Theme is what elevates this game above others. River surges in sunlight, moving Dahan around the rivers, only to build up massive flooding to move the invaders away. Yep. Many minds move a one as dangerous birds moving across the board. Volcano looming on high for building up to a big eruption that destroys both the invaders and the Dahan. Whoa, getting a little... Lure of the deep wilderness for luring in the explorers who are never heard from again, huh? 
<laughs> and then Shroud of Silent Mist <gasps> yes. are slowly rolling across the map, enveloping everyone. <gasps> So cool. Oh, it's great. People really like theme with this game, yep. which makes sense. Do you guys ever make specific sound effects based on what spirit you are when you do a thing on the Ooh, board? You do with mist. I do all the time. So for <laughs> instance, when I play as wildfire and I go and I'm burning people, I'll be like... <laughs> That's true. That's true. And that was fun. That was fun during our half Or like when you gobble someone up with sharp fangs. What does like a flooding river sound like? Blip, blip. Okay. <laughs> Less cool. Less I've cool. seen people do it with ocean when they put people in a drink. Blip. Oh, okay. Laura, <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes blub, does that. that kind of thing. Tim, who's been on the podcast, forgets yeah. the name of the beast tokens. Yeah. So he just goes... <laughs> But that's fine. I was like, completely curious. Even when he played with us when he was mine, yeah. he's like, I'm going to add two to the board. I'm like, it, it, it's beast, Tim. <laughs> anyway. And like you said, when I play with Mist and I kill someone, it's always just like this. Yeah, that is cool. This so. creepy sigh as someone just literally vanishes. Just, you yeah. know, <laughs> I'm just curious. If you do that, let us know in the comments. Am I the only one? Yeah, how thematic <laughs> do you all get? Anyway. Anyway, Boris comes in and says... I haven't played the new ones enough to be fully comfortable with them yet, so I can't give a top five. But in skimming the others' posts so far, it looks like there's a wild diversity of opinion on the most fun spirits, despite some extreme variability. Mm. Yep. And I think that's actually a very good thing. Oh, yeah. I think that's really cool. It's one of the reasons why I love this game, because I think that Greater Than Games and Eric and all of them have gone and just knocked it out of the park. What's cool for me, and just based on that comment where you're saying, Spirit Island is moving up the ranks in the board game game not yep. that this is important 12th place baby 12th place take but- that war in the ring <laughs> well uh, well i love lord of the rings but um anyway yeah 12th place those games are all cool but <laughs> it is cool seeing that because this game is so replayable i think it just can get better with age yep and as more expansions come out age so. like a fine wine definitely Yep. Boris has one final comment saying, That wacky Eric Royce really pulled a hat trick here with this expansion, huh? Oh, 100% agree. <laughs> he sure did. And if you really want to see some wacky Eric Royce stuff, then just wait a couple weeks. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hope you like mushrooms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Tommy Man says, Hey, I remember them. I know. Heart of the Wildfire. Yes! Is, is the, every turn feels important and the payoff feels mm-hmm. great. Finder paths unseen. Hey! Coming in for my pacifist run. Hey, there you go. Another strong spirit that lives on the knife's edge. Yeah. Just kind of like wildfire. I'm just not doing anything. Oh, you're buttering us both up. (laughs) Stop it, Tommy, man. (laughs) Downpour drenches the world. Theme is on point and fun having to rethink miners. I didn't think of it that way. Oh, yeah. Each miner just gets amplified to enormous degrees. It really does. Sharp fangs behind the leaves. Strong early game. Ryan, you've said some of the strongest early game. Oh, yeah. And then paired with some of the silliest late game support or unlock play. Yeah. And then lastly, Vital Strength of the Earth. Yes! One of the rare ones. Who needs theme when you can launch major nukes from the first turn? <laughs> Dude, Earth yeah. can go majors pretty early. Seriously. And even with a minor. Yeah. I took sunsets and went and made it into a baby fire and flood. I think Earth is so underappreciated. Yep. Yeah. So give it time. Give it time. All right. Take Walker comes in and says, I really love Vengeance, Many Minds, and Volcano. There's just something about highly mobile spirits that appeals to me. Volcano? (laughs) And if I can't do that, then I want to sit... Oh, okay. There. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) I needed to read the rest of the comment. (laughs) That was funny. I was also a little confused. Volcano? (laughs) You're so mobile as Volcano. You can go to so many different lands. <laughs> Maybe that range. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> As I'm stacking up ten presents in a single land, I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm mobile. <laughs> I could go anywhere, but I choose not yep. to. There's just something about highly mobile spirits that appeals to me. And if I can't do that, I want to sit in one place and hammer everything within reach. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> that is in the first half, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> For a second, I was We're like... We're a little confuzzled. Volcano, really? <laughs> but either go all out mobile or yeah. one land. So yeah, it makes, no, sense. It makes sense. It kind of like fits the mood where it's like, what kind of meal do I want tonight? Right. You know, just yep. whatever you're feeling. Yep. Isaac Seven says, oh. spirits with very unique mechanics usually make for interesting games. Sure. Example, Ocean or Fractured Day is very unique. Right. I also like Starlight because every game is different. It sure is. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> it really is. We said that in the last episode, you're probably never going to have two games the same as Starlight. Mm-hmm. Even if you do the same build, you're not going to find the same cards. Oh, good point. Yeah. You have a different event that comes in. And you your know, base like... hand, you kind of want to get rid of your base hand. Right, yeah. So that's true. You never know what you can get. Mm-hmm. I've only played Starlight once, but I got rid of all but one. No, oh, yeah. The one that gets you six miners. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do use that one a lot. I think I was in that game with you. So all the rest, like, hey, peace in the nighttime sky. Love it, but, you know. It's time, only good for so long. You know, it's, it's just like leaving the nest. All right, you've grown up. Get out of here. I'm a new spirit now. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Varunwe, or Varunwe, I don't know, but Varunwe, sounds much cooler, Ooh. comes in to say, it's definitely the mobility that put Thunderspeaker and Fangs in my fun top five. Many mines I have to play some more of. First time I played it, I got lots of events that prevented ravages, which soured me on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would do it. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, uh, like, well, many this... mines has, like, no damage. <laughs> <laughs> this spirit sucks. <laughs> I totally feel it. Hey, I will encourage you, though, that there are a lot of events like we have for our Russia game that just completely enabled many mines oh, yeah. to go on an offensive killing spree. But you can also just have really bad luck. That's true. Yep. RNG, baby. Yeah. Mitch3758 says, Keeper is definitely my favorite. Oh, hey. I know. I love being able to go for lots of major powers without having to forget anything. Can you? Nope. <laughs> and I typically become a powerhouse pretty early on if I can get a major power or two. Is it possible to learn this power? <laughs> <laughs> Did they mean memory? Um... Hey, if you found a way to <laughs> get majors without I thought memory to was like very good at that. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna it's take your report. board game, Mitch. <laughs> make, it, make with it whatever you want. Custom rules. <laughs> Moving on. Let's see what other rules I get wrong. I've only played Finder a few times, but I love doing damage with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, what? I'm just kidding. I've only played Finder a few times, but I love oh. its complexity. I love Lightning for just the opposite reason. They're very simple and hinge on making powers fast, mm. requiring very little planning for the future. Mm. Spread of Ramping Green oh, feels yeah. good to play because they constantly get presence on the board. Ryan, you've spoken That's on true. that. And helping others do the same. Mm. Very cool. And obviously, only one card can do that. In a unique power, obviously, there's majors right, right. to do that. Bodan, or bring of dreams and nightmares is Definitely my unique OG favorite. Aww. I'm There's, actually really glad to hear that. I know. I thought Bringer would be higher on people's list, but that's oh. okay. There's nothing quite like generating 20 fear from a single turn on one really good major power. Mm. My record is 28. Nice. On one from card. a single card. Very cool. That is dope. I like the highs that Bringer can give. Seriously, I think Bringer easily has the highest ceiling yeah. for fear generation, but that doesn't mean you're always going to reach that ceiling. Save it for our fear episode. Oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Barack says, currently my fun... Obama? That's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> now be the perfect time to unveil an impersonation if I could. I, I can't. Can I'm not good All at right. that. Okay. So, currently my fun five are, in fifth place, Lore. Because how can it not be? Mm. Fourth place, Volcano. Because it's just fun to blast stuff. Third is Many Minds because they're so mobile and yes. thematic. Second is River because they are so dynamic. And number one, Trickster. <gasps> they're unpredictable, yes. but in a predictable way. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> also, Strife is just the best. Strife is fun. I, I don't do like, like Strife. It goes away so quickly. I know. Well, it's so great that it has to be temporary. Yeah. I wish it stuck around. But... Me too. Tentative Frey says, hey. hey, Tenant is back. My three favorites. Oh, someone's British. I raised with an accent. <laughs> Was there a U unnecessarily in there? <laughs> Apparently, we're the ones spelling it wrong. <laughs> a cut to both. I can't do British. Okay. Oh, you said the T. They don't say the T because we're thrown in the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> My three favorites bam, are cut bam, above bam, the bam, others. Shot Franks, Starlight, and Serpent. I guess from that list, it's clear my favorite spirits are those that gain lots of powers. Okay, okay. Am I being offensive? Okay. (laughs) And which can grow in a variety of ways. No, no, we gotta start over. (laughs) I was just blasting the anthems. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Mm. Go ahead. Next is Tentative Frey. Hey! (laughs) My three favorites... I think they're British. Okay, okay. We won't belabor that point anymore. A cut above the others. Sharp Fangs, Starlight, and Serpents. I guess from that list, it's clear my favorite spirits are those that... Begin with the letter S. Oh, yes, they do like the letter S. But also that gain a lot of powers and could grow in a variety of ways. They can. Can Sharp Fangs grow in a variety of ways? I've seen it. I've seen Sharp Fangs become a blight removal phenom. Oh. Well, reclaim to being able to travel to the places where you need to get to, Mm -hmm. you know? I've seen a lot of discussion just like either top track or bottom track or more of like a hybrid build i mm. do think there are different ways to play sharp fangs because mm. top track you probably can lean more into majors right because you get energy from it you can it's something you can definitely do yeah personally for me i like to do top track until i get that animal and plant element that way my ranging hunts you can love every turn go off every turn yeah. then i usually go to car plays until i can get at least one of the reclaimed ones and then i start going up top again makes so. sense mm. So, Greg comes in and says, in no particular order, wildfire, because burn. Yes. Serpent, because a fed snake is scary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it spelled like snack? No, it is. I like it does say snake. Snack. I have seen a lot of people actually <laughs> With an spell e? it. Yeah, S-N-E-K. Snack. <laughs> yep. Nightmare, because yes, I'll add more fear. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Stone, is every land on your board blighted? That's all they say. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. And then oceans, because waka, waka, waka. Just good old Pac Man. Yeah. Waka, 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 waka. all up. Fun fact if you stick your finger in your ear and wiggle it around, it'll make the Pac Man sound. It is doing that. It does. It also feels weird. It does feel weird. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Parg Megarg. Oh, Parg Megarg. Good old Parg Megarg. Yep. There are five. River surges in sunlight. Very simple to learn with great theming. Uh-huh. Praying to Han is awesome. And the travel aspect turns the lazy river into a delivery service. Yes, it's true. Yep. Just moving on Han along and have him fight for you. Good comparison. Spread of rampant green. Yes. It's sad that the spirit is overtuned because the play pattern is incredibly satisfying. It really is. Ramping up other spirits is sometimes downright unfair it really can be 
<laughs> and able to sacrifice presence to deal with problems make you the ultimate support spirit. It's true. Ooh, that's an interesting <laughs> thing. Like, is spread the most supportive spirit? So the thing that's so funny is that it all comes from one card. Yeah. But that card is so freaking good. <laughs> They're arguing that you destroying yourself, kind of like how I did in our Brandenburg, mm-hmm. is like kind of a support role. Yeah, you can go to someone else's land and be like, I got you, buddy. Yeah, and, and I'll like, just stop a rabbit guys. Build. Yeah. So, Shroud of Silent Mist, the thematically strongest spirit in the game, they say. You know, that is a subjective statement, but I mean, I think I might agree. That is like a big statement. Seriously. Because every spirit is very thematic, obviously. Each one does, yeah. But they're saying this is the strongest. Well, look at how integrated Shroud of Silent Mist has to be with all of their innate and special rules to form the success that they were intended to reach. Good point. You know, gather power from the cool and dark. My theme is influencing my card picks. Yeah. Oh, but Slow and Silent Death. This theme is influencing who I kill, who I hurt, and in this case, who I don't. It's influencing where I go. It's influencing who I let live, you know, because it's very good that Unnerving Paul has both defense and skipping. It's cool that it's both. Because skipping allows you to keep a bad guy alive with Dahan in there. Because if you just defended a land and you wanted to keep that guy alive and there were Dahan there. They're going to fight back. They will fight back and kill him. But you don't want that. You'd be like, dude, no, Dahan, stop it. No, yeah. no, yeah. Oh, dude. And they'll screw you over. So it's very important that Unnerving Paul can skip a Ravage because it's that nice means that, that, that they option. never counterattack yeah. against that invader. So it's very important that Unnerving Paul is in Silent Mist's starting hand. And it's usually my go-to for my Reclaim 1 because it gives me the elements that I need. Yeah. But it also allows me to skip a Ravage so that I can get around Dahan accidentally killing a building that I need. It's tricky, Ryan. It's a tricky spirit. Parmagar continues saying, a lot of people don't like leaving problems on the board to be farmed, but the payoff is enormous. For me, that's my struggle, leaving those people on the board. Mentally speaking, think about it this way. There are three lands that are in trouble. Yes, I understand with adversary scenarios and later stage invader cards, they'll be going to multiple lands. But for a while, generality, there are three lands being affected. And if you have two lands that are being doubled up, like, oh, they're going mountains, mountains, sands, Mm -hmm. then that means there are two that are Fine. Good point. There will always be a land that is being ignored. For the majority of the game, at least one land is not being Nothing's engaged happening. with. Yeah. Those are the lands that you're going to have your milked invaders in. The ones that you are sapping dry of their life That's for energy yeah. and for fear. Oh, and if those problem lands come up again, cap the guy in the back of the head with the metaphorical pistol that you have at the Finish base of his off. neck yep. and go on to someone else. So, yeah. Lastly, Heart of the Wildfire. The ultimate blight removal spirit disguised as a blight creating spirits. Yeah, it's true. I just never heard it put that way. That's interesting to me. I mean, I've seen it be the most consistent blight removal spirit. Yeah. Heck, some... that's how I play it. Every single turn, turn three onwards, I'm removing a blight. Yeah, because so I sometimes I don't get cards that let me remove right. blight, so I need to depend on someone else. And another thing, people are always like, oh, well, Wildfire is constantly adding so much blight to the board. How can you not tip the threshold? But here's the thing. You start the game with two additional blight that did not 
not come yeah. from the card. Or Cascade It came or nothing. from the box, yeah. which means if you heal that Blight, you can actually get additional Ooh. Blight for the Threshold. Then Ryan, you... I've never heard it put that way. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. like a huge thing that's helping your ratio uh. behind the scenes that you may not be aware of. So hmm. if you heal some of the Blight that you started with, you actually could have more Blight than when you started with. That's interesting. Yeah. Of course, you got to get rid of it, but yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Good point. Yeah. Fabio says, Spirits with very unique mechanics usually make for very interesting games. Example, Ocean or Fractured Days. Mm -hmm. I also like Starlight because every game is very different. Stone because you can just wreck piles of invaders. And the Thunderspeaker Death Ball is always fun to watch. <laughs> that is a great description of just like this rolling ball. It's like, well, there's a lot yeah. of people in this land. This wrecking ball. Yeah. Yep. The windshield wiper that just sweeps across the island. That was a good list. I like this one. True Mr. Foo Ooh. says, I strictly play solo and only have two. Right on. So I have a top five. That's totally fine. Oceans for theme and power and shifting memory. Uh, hey. For using of major powers. Both of these spirits can reliably get major cards. And in solo, it's just more enjoyable than going after miners. I can see it because I have yet to do my ocean solo game, but both of these characters are renowned as nerve-wracking solo spirits. <laughs> the, the fact that ocean just, when they exchange the invaders for energy, it's so much better being yeah. solo. So you can go after right. majors. In my shifting memory solo game, I was able to find Winds of Rust and Atrophy yeah. and Paralyzing Fright Ooh, and cards. ham. What cards you oh, had? It was yeah. great. Insane. Mork Skitter comes in and says, Number one, sharp fangs behind the leaves. Nice. Oh, yeah. Thematic, and I get such satisfaction out of roving bands of beasts annihilating all in their path. This is why I like sharp fangs better than mini mines. I'm sorry. I'll say yeah, it. I'm saying <laughs> it's fun to destroy bad guys. And it's just so thematic where this pack of jaguars yeah. is going ham on somebody. Yep. Number two, shroud of silent mist. Yes! I really like the feeling of wandering mists slowly suffocating everything. Ooh. Definitely a brain-burning spirit for me, but I really like how Shroud makes a lot of cards I would normally overlook suddenly very tempting. That's interesting. Yeah, because you're encouraged to stay away from fire cards, okay. and range zero cards are like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> and any cards that have moon, water, or air, I'm already drawn to, and so if I haven't used those cards as other spirits with Silent Mist, I'm like, oh, gimme, gimme, gimme. But gotta say, Mark Skitter, you're one and two or my two and one, so. <laughs> you guys are friends. I like the calling mist a brain burner i feel the exact same way yeah i don't know it's for me it's ocean doesn't click yeah mist for me yeah it's different for everyone it is it's different for everyone number three downpour drenches the world Mm. thematic and i really love the feel of hammering a land with everything i have oh it's cathartic i mean downpour is a spirit you can just play i feel like with their starting hand oh and still win it's true seriously i think the starting hand only challenge can be done very easily with downpour. just keep repeating (laughs) that one like yeah they keep attacking the buildings goodness Fourth place, River Surges in Sunlight. Yes, yes. Push mechanics have always been my favorite. Ooh. John, I think we have a friend here in Mark's I know. Mark's <laughs> you want to do a live playthrough? <laughs> and this was the first spirit I fell in love with. Still love the careful rearranging of invaders until they all vanish in a single night. Yes. 
Last but not least in fifth place, Keeper of the Forbidden Wilds. Sometimes I just really like playing the absurdly powerful <laughs> heavy-hitting spirits. It's true. Laura talks about it all the time. Sometimes you just want to grab your money and grab but your massive But it's a broken nuke. spirit. Sometimes after a hard day of work, you just want to go ham. Yeah. You know? Unleash and just unleash, Right. Be in an environment where you are just the unfair wrecking ball. That's fun sometimes. And like they said, it's cathartic. Yeah. Apparently, I really like the water theme spirits hey are those all water themes <laughs> not all of them but i mean you got river you got downpour you got silent beasts mist. need to drink water Sure. <laughs> they don't um, use any water in their helmets, keeper I don't think. is a tree, so they trees like, like water. water. All right. All right. <laughs> Twisting your words. <laughs> Mork Skinner, we like what you're saying here. Yep. Hey, I like the water team as well. Me too. Sir Grammar Cop is oh. next. Only lists one, but I like what they list. Ocean's Hungry Grasp is really fun. You can constantly get huge amounts of power without getting any from spirit phases. Ocean gets them all from killing invaders. Yep. Ocean and Mist have this sadistic joy about gaining energy from death. Isn't that weird? It's cool. It's weird. It's and creepy. creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I gotta get, dig it. <laughs> yeah. Sir Grandma Cop, try playing out Mist. You might like that same Maybe. type of gameplay. Yeah. Ryan Odd comes in and says, first place, Starlight. Replayable, adaptable, card drafting goodness. Mm. Yep. People have been liking Starlight, yeah. All those reasons, yep. Number two, Finder. Planning and precision. Outsmart the invaders instead of hurting them. I love outsmarting the invaders. That's a good point. Like I said, it's like chess to me. Yeah. Thinking two steps ahead. Volcano. Versatile damage. Satisfying explosions and fewer positioning headaches. That's true. You can only go to one spot. Yep. I mean, like, just one type of link. One kind of spot. I know. You know what I mean. mean. Fourth place, Bringer, Five Fear Cities, Cheesy Wins. Yeah. (laughs) As a Wisconsinite, I'm totally down for cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I do love me some cheese. (laughs) That's true. And Mitch3758 got 28 fear from one... A single card. Card. Yeah. That's the record, guys. Let's see if we can beat it. Last but not least, Stone. Reliable Blight Defense. Reliable Spirit Growth. Yep. I like That's these. Team Rock for you. Yeah. Short and sweet, but very well thought out. Yep. The Power of Stories. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. I yeah. know. What a name. I love spirits that have a well-defined, distinctive shtick that makes them unique mm. and typically favor aggressive, massive damage approach. Oh. So my favorites are Volcano. Makes sense. Wildfire. Makes sense. Thunderspeaker. Makes sense. Stone. Makes sense. Lure. Makes sense. Ocean. Hey, wait, was that six? <laughs> wait a second. You cheated. No worries. They have a power with their stories. Uh, oh. Uh, uh. Trickster and Vengeance, I want to like more than I do. Mostly because I remember their kind of busted playtest versions. Mm. Ryan and I spoke on that, especially about Vengeance, <laughs> before they got balanced. And shout out to Keeper for when you just want to play a big hammer. Yep. But their unique wilds-based stuff is overshadowed by their generic ability to generate tons of energy and spam major powers. Yep. I agree with us remembering the beta or the old yeah. copies. You gotta flush that out because Vengeance is still cool. So try I them know. out again. I would say. It's the curse of having the joy of early playtest copies because you're like, ah, this is great, but then you get used to it. And then once it gets nerfed, you're like, what is uh, this? Like, and even if you know that it's better overall and it's healthier for the game to be in its now modernized state, still, you can be like, uh, That's a good point. You don't want a broken spirit to the game because then it just becomes a spirit that you have to play to win or something. But it's cathartic to be overpowered. I know. Well, then play Keeper, like they said. (laughs) Yep. Devin M. Burgess says, Many minds move as one, potentially in the running for favorite spirit 
ever. Whoa! I love the theme so much, and the abilities work great with how I enjoy playing. They must, like, defend. Stalling yeah. and defending. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And fast movement, maybe. True. And far movement, too, and control. Yeah. Downpour drenches the world. Also a contender for favorite spirit. Another defender. The unique playability is super fun, mm. and there are so many ways to play out an effective opener with this spirit to adapt to an adversary. Very true. I agree with that. Downpour might have one of the most flexible openings. I can go here, I can go there, I can I go here. double grow, or I can just <laughs> do Cries a single and grow. Yeah. <laughs> No. Grow three only. <laughs> Keeper of the Forbidden Wilds, because this spirit is simply designed in a way that I love. Mm. It's a slow builder, <laughs> but has a very strong, unique play style. I also love the lore of this one. Slow builder, definitely, if you do the healthy for the game approach, <laughs> this spirit can be spammed in a way that feels cheap. A lot of people talk about it, but I do agree. When you do play the slow builder way, I do agree with you that it has that very strong, unique play style. Yeah. That the lore of this scary tree that is just anti-human and just wants to keep the essence of the land in its wild side, undeterred by humans. Oh, lore is great. I love that. Hearing their list so far, I think they should try out Earth or maybe an aspect Earth, like a Might Earth. Might Earth, yeah. Might yeah. Earth might fit your fancy. Devin M. Burgess. Give it a shot. Maybe you have already. I don't know. Lure of the Deep Wilderness. This one has pleasantly surprised me with its strengths. It seemed fun and strong already, but I love how it interacts with the map. Plus, its abilities are great thematically. They really are. I feel like this one has surprised a lot of people. It has. And it was number one on our list, so it it is a favorite, obviously. Right, 37% of all the votes, right. Finder of Paths Unseen. I don't get to play this one nearly as much as I want to because I mostly play solo, and solo is doable, but reliant on luck in solo play. And because I am still teaching other friends, and Mm. I feel bad throwing this spirit in the mix so early. Oh, I do not recommend it at all. (laughs) Don't do that. I love this weird little bird, and I want to play with Ocean next and feed the ocean everything by teleporting it over to the coast. Getting it to the coast is totally fine. Just don't put it in the drink. Yeah, because then you lose presence. (laughs) Yep. You're probably already aware. That is cool that they're teaching new players and mindful of them. I totally feel it, though, because ironically, I haven't played nearly as many high-difficulty, eccentric games of Spirit Island because I am constantly playing with new people. You are. And honestly, I think I might have more fun teaching the game to new people than I do playing it by myself at high difficulties, honestly. Because you like the teach and you're good at it. I have fun with it. Yeah. I enjoy it. I like seeing that bug that we were all bit with. Mm -hmm. I like seeing it these new players live and I love seeing them get into it I, I don't know I have fun with that so next comment step your mind I'd rather not what don't step <laughs> on it I love river green and thunder speaker river mm. was my very first spirit I ever played Aww. and still love its theme and gameplay yeah. pushing invaders around to deny them builds ravages and getting energy for baby making to Hans uh, brings <laughs> me joy every time yep Green's theme is just very well done. It is. Love how the innate and the powers do little damage at first, Mm -hmm. but eventually enough to take down cities. Yep. As you get enough energy and place to combine them, roots and weeds take down brick houses together. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? Yep. And just imagine all that with wildfire on your team. Oh, yeah. You should try it. I've done it. It's incredible. It's awesome. Lastly, Thunderspeaker is just so much fun. Turning to Hans into active warrior bands that Mm -hmm. patrol the island rather than defensive reclusive people. Yeah, take Good the fight point. back. Yeah. Yep. Love combining them with River so there's even a bigger army to fight yep. with. Natural combo. Try it with Travel River. It's been a while since we vocalized that combo, but yeah, River and Thunderspeaker were made to be together. Oh yeah. Just make to Han and then I would say play with Travel. I like shipping them to mm-hmm. Thunderspeaker. It's easier. Mm-hmm. 
Cranu9210 says, River surges in sunlight. River is the best. Next. No objections allowed. None. Well, but wait a second. <laughs> uh, none, John. Uh, none. Uh, that, well, why would you of all people give them? <laughs> they were fourth on my list. Fifth. I don't even remember. Whatever. What are numbers? Good support. Good damage. Exceptional control. I can't recall a game I didn't enjoy as River. Yeah. Always feeling useful and always being the bestest moist snake boy. <laughs> yeah, they do look like a snake with well, all the their multiple arts. heads. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Was it eels? Is it not eels? Is it Kinda snake? looks like it. Yeah, whatever you want. Okay, okay. Yeah. Step two, open a can of whoop <laughs> Step three. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. They're dead. <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> Silence. Step four, win by having only one explorer on the board surrounded by like 10 to 15 times. Yeah, Thunder Speaker can go <laughs> off, especially solo, I feel. <laughs> and then the next three are the Lovecraft Trio. Oh! <laughs> Ocean's Hungry Grasp. The imagery of its growth phases are just so clever and excitingly challenging sometimes. Mm. It's really fun to two-hand with any push-heavy spirit like River or Finder. And it's also just cool to say in the start of the round, I generate four fear because I'm mean to boats. <laughs> Pound ships and the splinters. I still yeah. say that left and eight's too strong, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, whatever. We'll I like eight. the list they gave. Try foreboding shadows. Is it control say, spirits? I was like, you can't say Lovecraft without shadows. Try <laughs> shadows? Or bringer two is pretty pretty good. Anyway, whatever. Uh, 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 yeah. Second, lure of the deep wilderness. Mm. For my great sadness, lure counterplays ocean because it's it's rarely fun to have them be a team. Interesting. Still, I love this spirit. I'm just going to gather this continent into this place here. Wait a minute. Where is everybody? <laughs> Actual quote from any lure game. Love it. <laughs> I... You know... Lure and Ocean were literally made to be together, so moving on. <laughs> Maybe they're both fighting over the same explorers? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know how they play Lure, so yeah, I don't know what their experiences are, so I wouldn't mind an additional follow-up comment, Creno9210, on exactly what your Lure games look like. Last in their trio, Starlight Seeks Its Form. For those who want to play anything and everything at the same time. Agreed. I just can't even begin. You can't draw bad with this spirit because the spirit becomes what you draw and makes it work. The options, the theme, everything is just so nice. And the artwork. And the artwork. Emily Hancock! Chef's kiss. Next one, Frozen Step. I love River's Arts. Mm. Enough that I turned it into a MacGuffin for my D&D campaign. What? I also love playing it. My friends seem to be under the impression that all low-complexity spirits don't have the potential of the harder ones. Ah, wrong! But, agreed. We, definitely wrong. We even spoke about that, too. But River Snake always shows them wrong. Ah, yeah. Starlight Seeks Its Form is so unique and creative. Mm. I've only played a few games as it and love it. Yeah. Serpent Slumbering Beneath the Island used to be a favorite. Still good. Still good. I I love juggling elements, and Serpent is very rewarding when you can do that, mm. even before they truly wake up. Yep. I do think that people like playing Serpent, even if they aren't, like, super yeah. explosive. Getting any element on your track is not common. Yeah. So, Light32 says, Ocean's Hungry Grasp. As others have said, it's very thematic, and I love the challenge of it. It feels so rewarding to play, and being able to whelm the invaders into the ocean makes me feel so powerful. It does. I also like how in two-player, or two-handed solo games, you can get presence onto both boards easily turn one. And it's fun to combo with push and fear-heavy spirits. Laura was speaking on that. She likes getting everywhere really quickly. Mm -hmm. Even though it's really not everywhere, you're only like in two or three lands. Right, all the boards. But you're on all the boards. Right. River surges in sunlight, because I love the control that River brings despite its slowness. It's very slow. 
Yellow Spirit. The good early game Coast Control with Flash Floods is helpful, and it's a lovely pairing with Oceans. Yeah. Yep. Peter Margelli for me. Yep. Ocean, in my mind, is known with the following title. The Friend of the Controller and the Fear Spirit. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Keeper of the Forbidden Wilds. I love the starting hand blight removal. Lord knows I need it. (laughs) And the slow speed, two damage per sacred site bomb. What? Towering Rat. Oh, nice. It's got good defense through offense, which is fun. And when you really start unlocking the energy presence track, things get real interesting. Ooh. It is true that I like having a blight removal card to start with, but Regrow from Roots is my least favorite blight removal card in the game. (laughs) You like the one that Earth has better. Everyone likes that one better. (laughs) Guard the healing. It's so much better. It can target any land. Yep. And I consider Keeper of the Forbidden Wilds a counterattacking defender. One Mm. of three in the game. Those three being Keeper of course. Stone. Stone being the other one, and Might Earth being oh, the other one. Oh, there you go. Sharp Fangs Behind the Leaves. Nice. An invigorating Blitzkrieg of a spirit. Really breathes a lot of life into the Branch and Claw tokens. Yeah. Allowing you to access the full utility of beasts. Can be risky at times, destroying presence to game beasts, but the payoff can be huge. In my experience so far with the spirit, it really feels like one that's never out of the fight. That's my biggest struggle is when I'm destroying <laughs> presence for the... I do it all the time. Oh, that's, I'm like... <laughs> Embrace uh, it. Get used to it. It's okay. not nearly as bad as you think. Uh, around with your... You can move around with your beasts. Beasts, and once you get better with that, yeah. you can do it a lot more often. Usually, it's about three to four presents I keep on the board. Yep. Like five plus presents on the board, you won't find. Oh, when I'm playing with things. Yeah. <laughs> My fifth place is sort of a tie between Bringer of Dreams and Nightmares and a spread of Rampant Green and Thunderspeaker. Oh. I know it's a sort of a cheat, but I'm still waiting for my promo pack 2 to come in and Jagged Earth to get in stock, which, as of the recording of this episode, Jagged Earth just came in stock today. Oh, go check. Yeah, <laughs> even though this isn't going to come until uh, anyway. April 10th, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so there's a lot I still haven't played. The remaining spirits I have played, I either don't care too much for, or like the three mentioned here, there are some things I really like, and some things I really don't. Hmm. For Bowden, I love the theme and running the fear deck, but overall the gameplay feels sort of lackluster. Green is super strong, and it's great to spread presence easy, nice. and to be able to just say, nah, to invaders. <laughs> but I find it a little little too easy and thus not terribly engaging. Huh. Thunder Speaker I've only played twice. The first time I absolutely adored them. Mm. But the second felt super off and I couldn't get the rhythm going. Keep in mind my opinion of these spirits may change as I play them more. If I insulted your favorite spirit I apologize. Oh, <laughs> I, <feel laughs> like, listen. I feel like Laura would be on board with this because her top favorites change all the time. No <laughs> worries. Like you played your Thunder Speaker game you're like Haha, I got this in the bag. Oh no. I was so <laughs> bad I'm so bad at Thunder Speaker. You didn't insult us at all. Your opinions are totally yours. And trust me, they will change the more you play them. Yeah. Like we said, opinions can't be wrong. It turns out I'm really accurate on liking who I thought I would. Okay. The biggest change would be Trickster, but the change went from I thought I would hate them to, yeah, like them. Yeah. That's not a big difference. I I thought I'd love Green, and I did. I thought I would love Earth, and I did. I thought I'd love Mist, and I did. That's true. I've seen your love for Wildfire grow. Yeah, and I'll admit, yeah. That has evolved, yeah, but, but, you always like but I never thought of them as bad. No, no. But don't worry. It is common. How about that? That the more you change with spirits, the more that you will grow accustomed to them, as I did with Trickster mm-hmm. and Shifting Memory. How about that? There you go. I'll throw you that bone. Felix Factory says, hey. great topic. Hey, thanks. In no order, other than Fracture being my number one, hey. Fracture Days, Keeper, Thunderspeaker, Memory, River. Honorable mm. mention that doesn't get enough love. 
Earth. Yes! And here are some whose design I absolutely appreciate the combination of theme and mechanics. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay perhaps doesn't suit my own preference as much as the ones I've just sure, posted. Sure. So those are Wildfire, Starlight, Serpent, Stone, Many Minds. Mm. So they love the theme of these, just maybe it doesn't sure. fit their playstyle. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Earth. Thank you. Dead Service says, Ocean is probably my favorite overall. Mm. So much ocean We've a lot of ocean. That's totally fine. It's just, in our social circle, ocean was like hardly ever picked. <laughs> and then Laura came along. And then came Laura. <laughs> and I love playing them as a minor power spirit oh. and or with River or other control spirits. Right. So consistently strong with innates and starting cards and the ability to turn normally mediocre push or gather minor powers like Enticing Splendor mm-hmm. or Lure of the Unknown into effective damage and and energy gain is so satisfying. Tidal Boon with Oceans in play are also amazing for supporting teammates. Dude, I love Tidal Boon. It's really great, especially for foreboding shadows. Oh, yeah. For supporting your teammates in three to four player games, where they can deal with your inland lands for you mm-hmm. while you sweep their coasts. Solo games, I don't appreciate Ocean as much, though because you're fully reliant on a fear victory or a perfect major, and your coasts will usually be spotless as you're digging through the deck. All you gotta do is pick up Winds of Rust and Atrophy, which is three range, and you're mm-hmm. fine. Game there over, win. Yep. Just find that in the deck. Yep. Or Reaching Grasp. Or Reaching Grasp. Lure is also super satisfying. Mm. Comes out of the gate really strong, clearing up to five lands by the fast phase of turn two if you're lucky and you play for it Mm -hmm. and making a big safe zone without explorers stays strong mid to late game if you play top track for major powers as well super versatile in my opinion I agree finder is fun in a silly sort of way what you don't quite do anything but you somehow prevent the invaders from doing anything as well Uh. and then suddenly you play manifest incarnation or jungle hungers or a teammates manifestations of power and glory or a massive flooding and end the game <laughs> gg game over yep when those powers go off or of course briny deep go off yeah. in a land where you have congregated oh so many bad guys you can just nuke them and get a ton of fear that being said i've had those games where i don't draft those powers and i'm like it's uh. the worst <laughs> <laughs> so having a plan b friend there that can really deal the damage is really great yep starlight is perfect when i don't really feel like playing any particular spirit huh roll the cards to see what i get today and not in the useless do nothing let's see what happens wait nothing happened oh well just another Tuesday RNG way of trickster hey take that back about trickster I guess sometimes it, nothing happens but uh, sometimes things do happen shifting and keeper also scratch this itch but for majors instead of minors who is dead service I'm coming after them just kidding river particularly travel river is probably number five so satisfying to just yoink everyone into one land for a while and then starting to drop nukes <laughs> honorable mentions to foreboding shadows hey. and sharp fangs hey. skipping builds is really fun i agree if shadows just swapped fire and air on its innate star <laughs> i've been saying this for two years. No, we just brought that up too why does it have so many air? god it's get back in your chair sit down i'm sitting down i'm sitting down <laughs> eric we need to talk compose yourself sir why didn't it have one more starting air wait a minute why does it have so many air and not one more fire and why does Wildfire have so much plant on their board? Now it's my turn! Hey, wait, 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 w
usually the undiluted stupidity that lives within us, John, isn't exposed to the world. <laughs> Don't let them see us like this. No, not like this. Not like this. <laughs> Anywho, if shadows just swapped the fire and air on their innate requirements, they'd be awesome. Oh, that's a good point. I've never thought of that. <laughs> but as it is, it's just too hard to hit to actually use it and to get that satisfaction. Yeah, getting your fully leveled up innate for shadows is quite difficult. But when you think about it, three damage in the fast is so rare, No, Ryan. I know. If you it's could get true, that, it'd be great. Oh, it'd be so good. If you could get it! <laughs> I always wind up frustrated. Fangs fills the role much better, but yeah. feels so restricted once blight happens that unless I draw and trap the forces of corruption to make that blight GTFO, <laughs> I just get frustrated at the mid game. It's true, and trap the forces of corruption is amazing, <laughs> and it was so meant for Fangs that Fangs is illustrated on that card. Literally, art. yep, on yep. the art. Good comments. Mm-hmm. And if any of you are wondering what that card does, it is a fast one costing card, so it is definitely cheap for fangs to afford and it gives you plant and animal and earth. Ooh. But plant and animal you desperately need. And it says from range one of anywhere and it can go in any land, gather up to one blight. Then isolate target land. When blight is added to target land, it doesn't cascade. Oh, that's huge. This means that you can literally vacuum blight all into one place and it will never cascade on you. Ryan, and it's in the fast. There's so many blight cards in the slow Phase. This was directly made to help Fangs, in my personal opinion. Yeah. This was directly made. Creepy photo, to help. too. The eyes. It's great. You see all these weird vines and creepy trees looking up, and in the darkness, you see a pair of glowing eyes looking at the camera. Pretty cool stuff. But you can see now why it's just the absolute best card for Fangs, because you can keep Blight from cascading, and basically, you're going to have one zone that you can't really work in, but you commit to having one sucky land and no other lands will be super dirty like that so and what kind of episode would it be if we didn't finish off with another dossier from mr wolf (laughs) (laughs) all righty Here are my top five most fun with brief descriptions. As you know, I've written in length about these. So if there's not enough, just pick it up from anywhere else. They all have a few similarities. Adaptability, difficulty, and fun, creative gameplay. Fractured Days with the Sky, I choose you! Yes! I love playing Fractured Days since they just break the rules and makes the game more fun for everyone around the table. They help other spirits by sacrificing themselves and can stall and shift the board around like no one else. Mm. Mm-hmm. While they are a support and healer by heart, they also have a contingency plan with days that never were, with quote-unquote starting cards that they can just pick up and play. Yeah, This allows them to have potentially powerful secondary build options, which vary from game to game. Love that about Fracture Days. But I've already played them as a beast damage build full on defense. Mm. I've volcanoed before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've cast them down into the Briny Deep early, I've gone with the Dahan build, I've unlocked the gates of deepest power this spirit is incredible and even more difficult to play i love it Mm. the second is starlight seeks its form for even more shenanigans on building your own spirit as i've already said countless times this spirit can become anything you wish it's very adaptable and their gameplay varies from game to game it's also one of the best and one of the worst spirits against any adversary depending on your build and team composition that's so interesting one of the best but also one of the worst it's true yeah it's why they were in the smack dab middle of my hype list yeah 
They can play anything from explosive early aggressor to support with their incredible boon of reimagining. They're one of the best late bloomers, or carries if that term is more preferable to you. They can adapt and play for damage, skipping healing, pushing, defense, offense, control, utility, any role that your team needs, they can fill it. Name it, you got it. Yep. That's why it may be my most played spirit. It's close with Bringer, Ocean, Days, and Finder. Wow. The third is Heisenberg. Uh, uh, uh. Shifting memory of ages, sorry. Walter White plays like a support spirit with the unique ability of giving other spirits elements. Ah, Breaking Bad. Yep. Which can result in crazy combos very early and allows other spirits to play powers they couldn't otherwise afford. They can stay on this path of teaching, or they can, and I mean really, lash out. Yes. Everything is fun and dandies on Spirit Island. Invaders live their lives of conquering and burning villages. Their herds eat the local wildlife until one of the oldest spirits has enough and says, I am the danger. (laughs) They can get some of the most ridiculous major powers out from the start of the game. And if they choose to forsake growth for the turn, and by the late game, if they do this, you can shoot out fire, earth, grass, water, moon, or any other element like there's no tomorrow. All thanks to their element and energy generation. Fourth is Downpour Drenches the World. There are two things that define Rain Man. Water and water. (laughs) (laughs) They use pairs of water for repeating powers. That's what they meant. That target lands. And they also have a supportive gift of abundance power that can repeat other spirits' powers. So strong. So good. That, in my opinion, makes it the best supportive unique in the game. Whoa. Since they can repeat pretty much anything and their gameplay gives you ample opportunities to reclaim the gift and play it again and again. Yep. All this gives them the option to do damage, to heal, Mm. to revive, to isolate, to control, but mostly they do defense. Rain Man builds moving walls of mud throughout the island and doesn't allow anyone to hurt a living soul. As you've already found out, if the adversary does so much damage, defenders are useless against it. Mm. But just use Rain Man. (laughs) (laughs) They have enough defense, trust me. It's true. Oh, We we, commented that. We love Downpour. Thank you for listening. The last is bringer of dreams and nightmares. The OG. You don't do damage, but you make everyone imagine that you're still useful. Mm. And it works. Bringer is the fear spirit. But they offer a lot of other neat tricks. Their basic gameplay revolves around generating defense through fear, then making Dahan instead attack. I, however, find them more useful and fun to just focus on their element generating innate. Then go for all the supportive, blight removing, and remove effect majors I can get my hands on. That's why they're actually a very awesome support. Since their pushing game is so strong, they can get away by not destroying early and leave that to others. Mm. While While they do all the important stuff of giving all the allies powers, spreading elements, maybe energy perhaps, speed upgrades with all the various cards that you found by this time. They also can go with a lot of utility through skipping actions or with tokens. They're also a great support for beast users since their elements nicely align with beast powers. And at the end, all that fear speeds up the game a lot. Gives you nice and controlled removal and utility through fear cards and allows other spirits not to worry about fear. That's an interesting tactic to play a supportive role to yeah. bring her. I, I don't think I've ever heard of that so succinctly defined or yeah. referenced, you know? Usually people just go hunting for majors mm-hmm. and just want to do massive amounts of fear, but it sounds like Mr. Wolf would play more of a bottom track and focus on helping others yep. and is generating fear and doing defense. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I dig it. Right on. Well, once again, thank you all for all of your comments. 
I hope you all have enjoyed the unique perspectives that have been brought to the table by all these various commenters and whatnot and all these various players. I think I'm learning a lot, too, from, oh, like, the support one, thing, too. Yeah, I'm learning. Each one brings a new light to something. Mm-hmm. So I hope that you guys have enjoyed this brief reprieve from the competitive play scene and just the fun things. I think that's honestly really important to consistently do every now and then. Maybe not all the time if that's not the kind of person you are, but just look at the fun. Look outside the box for a second. Just kind of put all the noise down for yeah, a little bit. Kind of take a step back from the, yeah. like trying to break the level six invaders right. or something. And just have fun. Just like you said, sometimes maybe have a standard game. Yeah. Why? I'm capable of beating big, tough adversaries at maximum levels with events and with scenarios and stuff. Okay, that's fine. But sometimes it's just fun to Honestly, have fun. Yeah, and playing a new spirit against base level can be difficult yeah. if you don't know the spirit. Like, you don't know yeah. the theories behind it. There's a challenge in that. Cut back, relax. Yeah, stretch your legs. Stay a while. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a board game. You're meant to have fun. Yep. It was cool hearing everyone's varied lists. Ocean came up a lot. Obviously, Lord yeah. came up a bunch. But mm. it is cool hearing your passion for this game because we are also yeah. passionate for it as well. So it's good Clearly. to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Do we like this? So, <laughs> so all this to say, I hope you enjoyed this oasis of conversational subject matter and topics, even in the midst of our adversary series. But don't worry, we're going to go and resume our adversary series next week with Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. There's hard-hitting sons of guns. <laughs> they certainly hit hard. So we're going to go ahead and put down the microphone right now and take on Sweden 6. You got the game set up, right? It's upstairs. It's waiting for us. Let's go. Are we going to succeed? Are we going to fail? Come back next week and find out. Until Ooh. then, I've been both Live Ryan and Editing Ryan. And I'm just John. <laughs> Wait, I can't reference both personalities in one episode. <laughs> Who are you weird. right now? What? Wake up, Ryan! <laughs> did we do a Lord of the Rings no. reference this time? No, we did last episode. Well, you know, I haven't eaten dinner yet, so guess what, John? Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> Good what? enough, I'll take it. What about their legs? <laughs> they don't need those. They don't need those. <laughs> Okay. We well, need... Don't we need prequel memes as well? Oh my goodness. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> I just spit everywhere. I just spit everywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, microphone. Now this is pod racing. No, it's not. Let's get out of here. Okay, bye. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kindred Spirit Podcast. We appreciate you taking the time to do so feel free to visit us on our Instagram and Facebook page. You can find me on our Facebook page at The Kindred Spirit Podcast. To get a hold of John, check out our Instagram page at the KSP 123 We look forward to hearing from you and seeing you in future episodes.